When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets Hello class, open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 5, Episode 24, Chapter Titled, Graduation. Okay, I wonder what's going to happen in this episode. Who knows? Hey, Tanya, did you ever graduate? I did graduate, barely. I barely made it through. Did you graduate? Barely. Get it? Because my last name (laughs) is Bear. Oh, I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. Uh, and and welcome to, to the season finale. The s- season finale. Season five finale. We're like trucking along towards the end. Yeah, we're super trucking. Yeah, we only have two seasons left. It feels very strange to <laughs> to be at the end of high school. Does it? Yeah. Um, how have you been, Tanya? I've been pretty good. Pretty tired. My job is exhausting. It is wonderful. It is fulfilling. It is very exhausting. I just want to sleep all the time. Uh, A little little programming note. Because this is the final episode of season five, we will be taking a one-week break. Mm -hmm. And then we'll do our... our, Interim episode. Yeah, our interim episode. And then we'll be taking another one-week break. And then we might do another interim episode. We're thinking we might do something special based on what we a request that we had uh, from one of you all. Um, so we're going to see who we can wrangle to help us out with that. We might do something cool. <laughs> we might just go back to season six. Uh, we'll see. Anyway. You've got them on the edge of their seats now. I don't think I do. I just wanted you guys to know that we were not, uh, huh? I just wanted you guys to know that we're not going to have an episode next week. That's all. Um. I feel like they know the drill by now. Maybe. Well, not, not anybody who's like just catching up. Um, maybe. Yeah. Like all of the people who just started listening this season, they, for, for them, season one went straight to season two. Season two went straight to season three. Oh, that's true. I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. This is going to be different for you guys. Some of you have been listening, like, from the beginning, which is wild. That's crazy talk. And you kind of know the pattern that we uh, have created. The people that have been listening since the beginning and haven't gotten tired of us over the course of over two years? hmm That's nuts. It really is. You guys deserve a medal. They're very loyal. Anyway... Um, we haven't really been watching anything. Nope. We haven't really been reading anything. Um, I haven't really been playing anything. I've been, so I've sort of been reading stuff because I listen to audiobooks all the time. I'm listening to a book series that is so adorable. It's called, I think, Hedgehog Hollow. And it sounds like it would be a cozy mystery, only there's no mystery involved. It's just like a really cute sonic the hedgehog no it's about a girl who inherits like an old farm from someone whose life that she saved she was a nurse and she saved this guy's life and then they became friends and he was um elderly and then he left this farm to her 
and said, like, she can inherit it if she opens up a hedgehog rescue. It's in England. If she opens up a hedgehog rescue, because that's what his late wife always wanted to do with it. And she passed before she could. And the series is so sweet and simple. And I love the fact that it's not that dramatic. But I'm also listening to a book that my coworker suggested to me called Finding the Mother Tree about how um, Alden's falling asleep right now. But it's about how, you know, in the forest, there are certain trees that help provide all the nutrients to the other trees. And there's a whole like, like familial um, thing happening in the forest and how the moss and the fungus and all of that is a part of this sort of community in the forest. It's so beautiful. Like it's the most beautiful book, but I'm taking it in small doses because I don't really want it to be over, but I love it. So I have been sort of reading because listening to books is the same as reading them, right? We play D&D as a family. Yeah, it was very fun. It was very fun. We've done it before. Yeah. But, but it's been a while. Yeah, but I think everyone's excited about this this time, and maybe we'll actually stick with it. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've been listening to a ton of Critical Role. Season, or campaign 2 is, is wrapping up soon, so I want to get caught up to that. Oof. I recommend it. I don't yeah. know if you guys know if you guys know this, but I recommend it. We are very busy, so most of our entertainment generally comes in like an audio format. Yeah. Welcome to this. Yeah. Um anyway, you know what else we watched? <laughs> what did we watch? Boy Meets World season five, episode twenty four, chapter titled. Graduation. And this This is gonna shock you, but blur me up. All right, so the blurb for this week is... I'm not ready for this. What could it possibly say? I'm sure it's going to be super long, like Corey and his friends um, uh, d- debate their futures and try to figure out while dealing with ghosts of their past. That was amazing. That was the blurb. What's the actual Disney Plus blurb? I don't... I don't even think it should be, like, dignified by being quoted. I think you should say it. But yours was so much better. We can't leave people on the edge of their seats. There's been no payoff to this bit. All right. The blurb for this episode is graduation nears. That's it. All right. Well, Disney Plus, whoever you got writing blurbs, I just want you to let them know that I will be taking over next season. And let me know when I can expect my check. <laughs> I know you got money. I saw WandaVision. Yeah, that costs a pretty penny. Anyway, this episode was directed by Alan Meyerson, and it was written by, once again, Bob Tischler and Matthew Nelson. Tischnels is back again. Yeah. Um, so do we, where do we start? It's the last episode of season five. It's the last episode in high school. Please tell me, do we start in the classroom or not? Um, we do not start in the classroom. Why not? Because obviously we're in the hallway, the epicenter of everything that happens in the school. Well, the epicenter for this section of the school. What 
could you possibly mean by that? Find out later on Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. Gosh, these cliffhangers you keep throwing at me. I can't handle it. We're in the hallway. Corey's trying to get yearbooks signed. No one's signing yearbooks. He's like, he's like, hey, Debbie, do you want to sign my, I guess you don't. It was very funny. <laughs> and then, and then another guy starts to walk by and he's like, Mike, let me sign your, we weren't that close. It's funny i guess but it's also it was annoying to me because it is like Corey again they're trying to portray him as like somebody who wasn't popular but he did so much he also just won prom king yeah like he was prom king but no one wants to sign his yearbook and no one wants him to sign their yearbook the reality is yearbooks are full of signatures of people that you didn't even know yeah but anyway so uh Corey is just like, I just love this week so much. The last week of school. Uh, aren't you Aren't you in, enjoying it, Sean? And he's like, yep, I love it too. Is it over yet? <laughs> and Corey is just like, no, I mean, we get, we still got to get yearbooks signed. Like, oh, these look at these people that we're never going to see again. Like, look over there. Look at Joey and Frankie. Yes. Joey and Frankie, it only took him eight years to graduate. And I had to do, like, a triple take to make sure Joey was still Joey. Yeah? Because of his haircut? Yes. He looked completely different with his haircut. I don't think he looked different at all. I did. Um, but he's very much still Joey. Yeah. It's the same Joey. Yeah. So Joey and Frankie are, like, over up against the lockers, and they're talking about graduating after, like, Corey's, like, it took them eight years to graduate. And Joey and Frankie are just like, we're graduating. You know, what's next for us? What should we do with our lives? Frankie says this is our last week as juvenile delinquents. And then they're like, "Uh, should we be criminals? And um, they're like, yeah, let's start by robbing our friends. And they walk over to Sean and Corey and they're just like, Sean, Corey, please sign these yearbooks that we pilfered from someone. So they stole the yearbooks. Stole the yearbooks. And then they asked them to put their addresses in the yearbooks. Along with what time they will not be home. And whether or not they have any dogs uh, so they can be robbed. Um, Which was fun, I guess. It was nice to see Joey and Frankie again. It was sad to see... Like all of that character development just changed. Like, yeah, it was it dropped. They dismissed the fact that like Frankie had obviously like gone from being just a cliche bully guy to this amazing character that does so many things and is just the most kind-hearted person and who learns so many lessons. Now he's just gonna go rob Corey's house. Yep, and everyone laughs. Um, and then... But Frankie does tell them to stay friends. Yeah, he does. And he leaves them as they're going, you know, we are kind of the Corey and Sean of the underworld. And Joey's like, can I, can I be Corey? I'm Corey, right? Like, I'm definitely Corey. And Frankie's like, well, that makes me Sean. Let's go. And they walk off into the sunset. Just the cutest thing ever. Um, but... Then they're talking about like people that they just you, you they just disappeared. You never saw them again. And then they point over and like like that guy. And it is the disappearing man himself, Minkus. Minkus. And he is like so smooth, just kind of chilling up against the wall. And they're like, 
where have you been? And he's like, I, I can't believe that you're acting like I haven't been in school with you this entire time. Like we're graduating in this, like from the same class, the same year. And Corey's like, we, we didn't, we didn't see you at all. And he goes, yeah, it's over there. And they point like off camera and Corey's like over, over where? And then they like look off into the distance away from the camera and they're just like, oh, we don't go over there because we're afraid we'll disappear. And Minkus is like, yeah, I get that. And he's like, hey, Mr. Turner, wait up. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Um, so he runs off. Um, Topanga comes over, right? Well, no, Corey, Corey's like, all right, it's oh, yeah. time. We have to sign each other's yearbooks. So, like, I've been waiting all year for this. And they like sit down on their couch in their senior lounge. And he's like, this is so important. Take your time. And Sean goes, oh, I'm done. And Corey's like, I mean, it's going to take me at least all week. And Sean like hands him back. And he's like, wait, how are you finished already? And then he opens it and it just says, hey. And he's like, it just says, hey, like, you didn't even put my name in it. This is the narcissism coming back. Because then Sean's like, it's your yearbook. Why would I put your name in it? So Corey's making like this huge deal about yearbooks and the end of school. And Sean is very much like not into it. And Topanga comes over and she's like, look what I got. And then Corey's like, it's our class rings. Oh, did you get a class ring? No. Really? No, we'll talk about that in a second. Because they also go like, Sean, you can get your class ring if you go pick it up in the cafeteria. And he's like, yeah, not me. Didn't order one. Didn't get it. Doesn't matter. It's not really that important. And then he like watches them like marveling at their rings. And he's like, um, well, to some of us. And he walks off dejectedly. But yeah, no, I feel the same way as Sean. Like, well, to an extent. Like, I, first off, I didn't enjoy my school. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't a thing that I was particularly proud of. Right. But I also didn't see the need in a ring. Like, it seemed so silly to me to spend a couple hundred dollars on a ring that I was going to keep in a box in the attic until one day when I want to, I don't, and I, there's no scenario where I would want to look at that ring and go, oh yeah, I graduated. Like, I know I graduated. It's so funny because in this situation, I am the Corey and you are the Sean. Mm. Because of the fact that I didn't go to school, like an actual school, until 11th grade, like those two years were so important to me. And I did. I saved up and I got myself a class ring and I wore it for a few years. Like I loved that ring and I loved going to school. Was the school a mess? Absolutely. Were there horrible people there? Absolutely. Where's the ring now? I was about to get to that. I wish I knew. So there was a situation quite a lot of years ago where I was married to somebody different. And that person... Hold on. Hold on. Uh Uh-huh. I was never married to anyone different. That's true. I was. Huh. Get off your high horse. (laughs) Um, And... When I was married to that person, um, there were things that happened that were very unfortunate. And one of those very unfortunate things was we moved out of our apartment and all of our stuff from our apartment had to go in storage, including all of my keepsakes. 
in my keepsake box was all of my stuff that I had gotten on missions trips to other countries that was like really important to me, including letters from the people who lived in those countries. And my class ring was in there and all my childhood pictures was in there. So we put it all in storage and then he didn't pay for it. And all of our stuff was gone. So that's where my class ring went. So let's go to the classroom. All right, let's go to the classroom. Whose classroom is it? Mr. Feeney's classroom. Uh, and you'll you'll remember a little bit of continuity. Mr. Feeney has said that he's going to retire after this year. We missed something important. Okay, what did we miss? Um, so Topanga and Corey start to talk about Yale a little bit. And Corey is like, you know, have you thought about it? And she's like, I just want to be with you. I told you I'm going to Pembroke with you. And he's like... I really think you need to think about this further. I support you in whatever you do. Topanga walks off and Sean is like, can you please stop acting like you would be okay with her going to Yale? And Corey's like, I am. Like, I need you to support me in supporting her. And um, and Sean's just like, go, yay, Corey. And Corey's just like, that you're pretending. And Sean's like, so are you. Dun, dun, dun. Now we go to the classroom. Now we go to the classroom. It's Mr. Feeney's classroom. It's his last week. He says, this is your last week of Feeney. Uh, here's your assignment. And they all groan. And he goes, ah, shut up. I'm tired too. And he tells them that he wants them to write about what's in their heart this last week of school. He also says, this assignment is not graded. It is... It is not required, but please do it. Mm-hmm. And Sean is just like, ooh, not graded, not required. Look at that. I'm done. So Mr. Feeney like walks back to him and stares at him. And Sean is just like, why are you staring at me? Yeah. Uh, and uh, so he walks away. Angela is just like, Sean, I think you should do it. I think it'll be fun. And Sean is just like, no, it won't be fun for me. Did you relate to that at all? Yeah. <laughs> I would have done that assignment. But as they are, um, as they are like dealing with that, um, Topanga like stands up and, and tells Mr. Feeney like, okay, I'm doing this assignment. I'm getting an A. And Mr. Feeney says, it's not graded. And she says, I have 699 A's. I need the 700th. And he's like, I'm going to give you this A. You don't even have to do the assignment. I'm just going to give it to you. Because you're scary. You can check the grade book. It's because you're scary. And she's like, okay, that makes 700 A's. That's more than anyone else, right? And he's like, please sit down. And then he looks at Corey and he's like, have fun in hell, Mr. Matthews. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's so good. Um. So we go back to the apartment. the apartment. Jack is so excited for Sean to graduate. He has banners up. He has like decorations up that say like, congratulations, Sean. And Sean walks in the door and he's just like, yay, the graduate. And Sean's like, can you please stop? And Jack like pulls out a gift and he's like, look what I had made for you. And it's like a caricature of Sean sitting on a diploma. It's so adorable. And Sean just like, why would you do this? This is awful. I hate it. And he takes it from him and then he lays it face down and Jack like shoves him. And he's like, why don't you appreciate my caricature? 
Yeah. He's like, you are so ungrateful. And he's like, what do you mean I'm ungrateful? Why would you have that picture done? He's like, because I, I'm proud of you and I want you to enjoy your last week of high school. And at like, this point, they're wrestle fighting. Right. They're barely saying words, but they're like sort of saying words. Uh, and um, he, he says, Jack says, I want you to get in touch with your feelings. And uh, uh, Sean says, these aren't your fe- my feelings. They're your feelings. I messed up the whole thing. Yeah, you did. Because what he says is, I'm trying to put you in touch with your feelings. And Sean's like, no, you're trying to put me in touch with your feelings. And then Eric walks in in a full on uh, uh, solid snake stealth outfit. Yeah. And um, he comes down there like, what are you doing? And he's like, Mr. Feeney thinks he can retire and move away. But he's got another thing coming. And he goes like on a whole rant about Mr. Feeney and then walks out the door. And Sean and Jack continue wrestling on the couch. But then we cut to the hallway. Mm -hmm. And we see chickens which i missed at first because i was taking notes and all was like chickens and i thought he was talking about our chickens in the backyard he was not talking about our chickens in the backyard he was talking about chickens in the hallway so tanya went back so that she could see the chickens and they were so cute i love chickens so much so does Corey, who starts running through the halls he's just like chickens what chickens in the hallway and he's like laughing his ass off and he's, and just he's like, like this must be a senior prank who could have done this and he yells chicken alert and i don't know i thought that was really funny and um no one is paying attention to the chickens by the way or Corey. like it's completely quiet and still around him and around the chickens and Corey is just like chaotically running around the school and like grabbing people and no one is reacting and it's the most fantastic thing ever. And Mr. Feeney walks in and he's like, hmm, chickens, huh? He's, he's and, like, Did you, you rented chickens? And, and Corey says, yes, don't step on them. I won't get my deposit back. Um, but, and then he continues like grabbing people and he's, he's like, chickens, chicken mania, yeah! And uh, Mr. Feeney walks over to Sean and he's like, so are you working on that assignment? And Sean goes, oh, the assignment. No. And um, Topanga comes over, right? Yeah. I mean, like, Sean and Feeney have like a little bit of a conversation about it. Feeney says, like, I think you should or something. Right. Um, And then we have like Topanga comes over and she's talking about her valedictorian speech and minkus then comes over and is like what makes you think you're valedictorian i have counted your grades and i've counted my grades we're both at 699 a's and topanga's like well i think you need to go recount those and minkus is like you did something did you you did and he says oh you're you're Corey. that's an evil woman and Corey says i know but i forget when i kiss her and so uh, th- now Topanga starts asking him about Yale and she's like, so were you seriously being supportive when you when you told me that? And Corey's like, yes, I definitely was being supportive. And Topanga says, good, I think I've decided I'm going to Yale. Mm-hmm. And Corey's like, that's great. And then she walks away and then he's like sad and he sits down on he the sits floor down with the chickens, with the chickens. Mm hmm. 
And now all I want to do is go sit with our chickens, but they are in bed right now sleeping. They're definitely not sleeping, but they are in bed. Yeah. When I say that our chickens are in bed, I definitely picture them all being like in one long bed and they're all wearing little nightcaps and they've got like a blanket wrapped over them. But really what happens is they sleep in like a pile. They just pile on top of each other and sleep all in one spot. And it's a lot of chickens and they just all sleep like as a mountain of chickens. They're yeah. very funny and you, adorable. You see the cartoons where like all the chickens like have their own separate nest and stuff? That's not how our chickens work. I don't... They have the space. Yeah. They don't use it. They're just like, meh. We're just going to pile on top of each Got other. Got in the door. Let's just stop here. Yeah. And a lot of times they'll like block each other from getting into the door. Mm-hmm. This has been chicken talk because we saw chickens on the television. Anyway, we cut back to the hallway later. Um, and Corey is lamenting the fact that Topanga is going to yell. In fact, he tells Sean, oh, why did I pretend to be supportive? What? Like, it, you've negated everything, you I thought you dick. said, why did I act so supportive? Which are two different things. He did say, why did I act so supportive? You're right. Like, he could have felt some small support, but he acted like he was 100%. That's not completely pretending. Okay. But so Sean is like, yeah, why Why did you? Just tell her now. If she's, if, if you don't want her going to Yale, tell her. And Corey says, well, I don't want her to make the wrong choice because of me. And Sean says, so you're not pretending anymore, are you? Which is true. Uh, and it's a good point. Like, Corey finally reached that point where he's like, no, no, I actually am doing the right thing because I care about someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so we cut now to Feeney's office at night. And he's like taking stuff off the shelves and like looking fondly at certificates and stuff like that as he puts them in boxes. Then there's like a little tap tap at the door. Tap tap, it's Topanga. And she's like, what are you still doing here, Mr. Feeney? And he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I was working on my valedictorian speech. And Mr. Feeney says, well, you mean, I thought you were already done. And she says, yeah, but now it's so much more important because I'm going to Yale and people are going to expect so much of me. And Mr. Feeney is just like, I don't think that's what this is about. Why are you really here? And she says, uh, should I go to Yale? And he goes, are you asking me if you should go to the most prestigious school in the country? Uh, because, uh, duh. And... He basically tells her, like, you shouldn't not go to Yale unless you have a really great reason not to go to Yale. And she thanks him and he's like, of course, you know, my door has always been and always will be open to my students. And then we see a hook appear at the window. Yeah, like a grappling hook swings into the window and Eric pulls himself in and Mr. Feeney's like, I should close my windows, though. Yeah. And Eric jumps in, like, screaming, like, you can't retire. You thought you could retire? Not, not today. Um, and uh, Mr. Feeney's like, look, I've, I've done all I need to do. I'm ready to retire. And Eric says, no, you're always going to be a teacher and you're always going to live next door to me until I die or you die. And let's be honest, it's probably going to be you because you're like 80. 
Then we go to the classroom. Then we go to the classroom. If it feels like we're jumping like quick, that's because the episode was just like jam yeah. packed. Yeah. So like all of the scenes jumped. We had to keep pausing it to take notes. Yeah. So we're in we're in Feeney's classroom. Yes. Is this the last time we're ever gonna be in Feeney's classroom? Is it? Classroom or not all day. I mean last classroom? Last Feeney's classroom. Ooh. I don't think we realize how significant that is. Anyway. That's true. It is the last time we're in Feeney's classroom. At least this season. At John Adams High School. At John Adams High. Unless next season Mr. Feeney comes back and he's teaching John Adams High again. And now we don't even follow Corey anymore. We're just following. All of a sudden, Morgan is 16. There's yep. a huge time jump, and she is Mr. Feeney's student at John Adams High. Yeah, and now it's like Boy Meets World. Actually, Mr. Feeney is meeting all the people to the world. What? <laughs> I don't know. He's meeting all the people <laughs> to the world. He's introducing all the people to the world so that they can all meet world. Mm, okay. Okay. I was just trying to make it work with All the All of title. the other people who were in the school other than Sean, Corey, and Topanga. Yeah. Um, a- anyway. So we're in the classroom, and Mr. Feeney's like, all right, the bell is about to ring. And before it rings, and then the bell rings, he's like, I usually time that a lot better. And, like, everyone just leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see that there are three because people sitting of, there. all of everyone else in the classes were like, oh, he's... Never talked to me before. <laughs> this doesn't count for me. I don't care that he's retiring. I've never spoken a word to him. Yeah. Um. So. But there are three people still sitting there. Who would it be? Like, Tanya? Angela's not even in there. Right. She doesn't care about Feeney. She's only been with him for a few months. That's true. So, Corey, Sean, and Topanga stay to talk to Feeney. They're like, we want to hear what you have to say. And he's like, oh, Okay. Um, and so he starts talking to them about, you know, it was, um, so great teaching them. And they're like, well, why are you retiring? Like, we feel like you're retiring because of us, which is crazy. <laughs> like Mr. Feeney dealt with a lot more people other than just the three of them. Like Mr. Feeney had to deal with Harley and Frankie and Joey and all the vandalism in the school and all of this other stuff that really wasn't done by Corey and Sean. Yeah. He wouldn't be retiring because of them. But he does say, like, no, I'm not retiring because of what you did to me. I'm retiring because of what you did for me. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like... There has been nothing more gratifying than teaching the three of you. <laughs> like, <laughs> teaching these three kids from middle school into high school has been the most gratifying experience of this teacher's life. He has taught hundreds of children, but these three. It's just so funny because, like... All of those students poured out of that room. Mm-hmm. And then he gives a speech to the three of them about how nothing has been more gratifying than the three of them. Like, every other student hates him. Yeah. For sure. And we love him because we're watching this and we're watching him deal with the the three main characters of this TV show, or the four main characters of this TV show with Eric. Mm-hmm. And, um, which, by the way, 
far more gratifying than all the work that he did with Corey, Sean, and Topanga. Yeah. Like, he really got through to Eric. But, And forged, like, an actual friendship with Eric. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's just, it's it's so funny to think of it outside of this, like, core that mm-hmm. we're watching. Like, there are, I don't know, how many kids in a high school? Like, 900 or 1,200 or something like uh, that? So many. So, there's, like, 900 kids graduating this year. And Mr. Feeney has really only focused on three. <laughs> He's only at the high school because these three got went into high school. And he literally tells them that there's been nothing more gratifying than the three of them. Like, I get that it's a heartfelt moment. And I didn't... It's very sweet. I didn't hate the moment. I just find it comical thinking about it like big picture. Yeah. No, I agree. I, like, got choked up listening to him talk to them, and then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, he's taught so many people, and there was no one, like, no one more gratifying to teach than these three? That's yeah. nuts. Sean's a mediocre student. Corey's a mediocre student. Topanga is the Hermione Granger of John Adams High. Like, why is it those three that are the most gratifying? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So now we go to graduation. We're in the auditorium now. Mr. Feeney's standing there and in all his robes and everything. Right before they cut to the auditorium, uh, they, Mr. Feeney says, so did you get your paper done to Sean? And Sean is just like... And then it like shows Sean in the hallway oh, sad. Oh, yeah. He's like sitting on the stairs. And I thought like he was skipping graduation because like as Sean's sitting in the, on the stairs sad... You can hear people clapping and Mr. Feeney talking in the background, but then we cut to the the, the event, the graduation, and, and he's sh- there. Sean's sitting there with Corey. Yeah, Sean Hunter and Corey Matthews and Topanga Lawrence and Angela. Wait, what's Angela's last name? Lansbury. No, it's not. <laughs> Angela. I forgot. I should have written all of their last names down because... I'm trying to figure out where you're going with this. When you graduate, you sit in alphabetical order. I mean, they do what they want. They are... That's true. They're the most gratifying students that ever walked the halls of John Adams High School. Yeah, they wanted to sit next to each other and damn it, they did. That wouldn't happen for real, though. That's a weird... I feel like in plenty of schools, it's probably happened. Mm -mm. No, you sit in alphabetical order. I'm saying, like, I feel like there are schools where it happens because no one cares. Do you know that, like, statistically, people with last names that are, like, within their alphabetical, like, bubble are more commonly, like, close friends because of how many times they have to do things in alphabetical groupings? So, like, when... Kids sit next to each other at graduation. Like when Finley graduated middle school and he was next to the people that were in his like name order. Those were close friends to him because so many things that they did throughout school, they had to do in that alphabetical order. So they were always around each other. That is interesting. Yeah. Fun facts with Tanya. I've always, I've wondered, like, how has that affected my life? Because my last name starts with a B. So I'm always one of the first people called to do anything, right? Mm -hmm. So I just wonder how it affects your life when you are the first one pulled to do something. 
as opposed to having to sit and wait until the end and get pulled to do something. Like, I think butterfly effect, it probably makes a difference in your life. Yeah, probably. I also, like, think about the fact that, like, Aubrey and and Jade would be put in, like, separate classes and stuff because Mm -hmm. of their last name. But they got to do a whole bunch of stuff together because of their last name being the same. So, like, they sat next to each other during things. They rode the bus with each other for things. They were always next to each other, like, for graduations and everything. Like, they always were together. Yeah. Anyway. So... Graduation. The three most gratifying students in John Adams High are graduating. And it's the class of 98, Feeney says, mm-hmm. which is... 1998. Yeah. So long ago. Um, and uh, so he calls up the valedictorian. Valedictorian is obviously the most capable student he's ever had. Uh, and no one even questions it. It's Topanga. Right. Like, Minkus doesn't even get a shot at it. Nope. Uh, Topanga comes up and says, uh, what does she say? She says, I, she's like, I spent a really long time uh-huh. writing a speech for you guys. And it was a really good speech, but I'm not going to read that today because I think that there's someone who can give a better speech. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Hunter. So Sean stands up. Corey is blindsided. He doesn't know this is happening, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kept it from him. Sean goes up and starts talking. And, and then Topanga yeah. is like, Corey, I need to tell you something. So, like, your best friend is about to speak, but I need to tell you something right now. Yeah, I orchestrated this so that Sean would be able to go up there and tell his side of things. And, but don't pay attention to that. I'm going to tell you. She, I mean, she says, I made a decision about my life. Like, it's not even like she was like... Oh, hey, it's nice to see you. <laughs> yeah. And then Corey's like, shh, we are never going to see Sean do this ever again. Yeah. Um, and so Sean starts speaking and it's beautiful. And he's talking about how like he he didn't think he cared about graduating. Like it wasn't that big of a deal to him. And then he he realized like towards the end of the week that he started reflecting on things like so many times that school was more of a home to him than anywhere else. I also think I wish they had gotten Mr. Turner to be No, maybe there, he couldn't. But like... whatever. Um, but so many times this was a home for him and he made a lot of mistakes there and he learned so much there and, um, and how he, one of the things that he learned was that he could have done better and he wished that he had done better. And then he was like, congratulations to all of you who did do better. And it was so like, goodness gracious, Ryder Strong is so good at emotion. It was really good. He did great. Feeney gets up to like, um, you know, uh, uh, thank him and send him back down to the, to the seats. But he says, no one could have done better. Like, it was, it was very good. It was such a good moment. Yeah. Um, so Sean goes back and sits down. They start pulling everybody up um, to to get their diplomas. Mm-hmm. And do, I don't remember. Okay, so Eric now, right? So they all get their diplomas. I just couldn't first, remember if yeah. Topanga does her thing first or if Eric does his thing first. It's Eric first. Oh, all okay. of a sudden, you hear from in the middle of the crowd, you hear a scream. Like, He's like, no! Feeney, no! And Eric stands up and he's like, Hi, I'm Eric Matthews. 
I am a for- former graduate of Mr. Feeney's, which is why I'm here. Yeah. And he starts to make a speech about Mr. Feeney retiring. And he's like, let me sing a little song for you. And as he starts saying that, Amy, Allen, and and uh, Morgan, like, get up and, like, psh, cover their faces and walk out. <laughs> and then he starts singing. What's he sing? Uh, to Sir With Love. Yeah. Which is a beautiful song that I love. And he he was like grabbing on Feeney the whole Feeney time he does it. Feeney is held hostage. He is like holding him tight. Uh, Feeney goes and he sits down next to all of the teachers. And Eric, Eric lays likes. across all of them looking up at Mr. Feeney singing. <laughs> it was very good. Feeney stands up. Eric grabs his legs. Yeah, he's like being dragged along with Feeney while he's trying to walk. And it's just, it's so good on every level. And then we go to where they're like, all right, class of uh, 1998. And Topanga and and Corey are sitting there looking at each other. And everyone else stands up. And Corey goes to stand up. And Topanga keeps him sitting. And she's just like, I know what I want to do with my life. And he's like, yeah, what is it? And she's She like, says, I'm not, he, she says, Mr. Feeney told me not to go to Yale unless I had a really great reason. And Corey goes, yeah, well, you don't have a great reason. And she goes, I do. Will you marry me? And that's it. And that's the end of the episode. So, Tanya. Yep. How'd you feel about this episode? I adored it. Mm. I love this episode so much. And it's really weird because coming up to this, like, I don't remember liking this episode. And I think because when these episodes were coming out, I wasn't in school. And I did Loser. not. I did not enjoy watching graduations the same way I don't enjoy weddings. Like, I don't like ceremonies at all mm-hmm. on any level. Um so watching episodes that are about ceremonial type things are not exciting for me. And I think I probably felt that way with this one. I was not excited for this episode. How big was your graduating class? It was one of the larger ones. I think we had 24. <laughs> so you guys probably didn't have time for everybody to get up and give their own we speech. We all gave our speech. Did you really? I was going to, I figured we would talk about that once we gave our how we feel about this episode. Yep. Every single one of us gave a speech. I didn't realize. I mean, all of my class did too, but we only mm-hmm. had 11 graduating students or something. So it was crazy to me even then. We all had like five minutes to get up and give a speech. It was a really interesting public speaking moment for me. Uh, it was awful. Uh, I, I handled it okay. Um, I've had worse public speaking moments in my life, but... I'm very bad with... I think I would actually be okay with it now as an adult. I think working retail got me to the point where I can really speak in front of anybody. Yeah. Um, And I'm not afraid to use my words. Mm-hmm. But that back then, it was... I, I don't... Nobody really talked about extreme, like, social anxiety and stuff when I was that age. Right. But I had it like I wouldn't I hated answering phones like I couldn't handle answering the phone um, because I would freak like I just couldn't handle any kind of like social interactions other than just like with my immediate friends. Right. 
Um, and I remember very specifically one, I had just gotten kicked out of my house probably three weeks before graduation. So I was living at my best friend's house for graduation and I, my speech specifically was like, and to the people who got me here, and then I named her parents. Okay. Uh, my parents are sitting in the front row and I was just like. Like, not my parents, her parents. Got them. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It was it was awful. I had tunnel vision. Like, I remember getting up there and just seeing almost nothing. Like, black all around my eyes. Like, I, I hated it. I hated every second of it. Hmm. And I still, when I think about it, I feel shaky. Like, I, I cannot stand it. But, um... Listening to everyone's speeches was really, really fun. And kind of, I remember writing speeches and we would like pass our speeches back and forth and like read and proofread each other's speeches and like tell each other like what should be in there. And I didn't write a speech. What did you do? I just kind of thought about all the things that I wanted to bring up and I got up there and that's what I did. That's probably smart. I mean, kind of. I mean, I also didn't really care. Again, like we're going back to the fact that I didn't really care that much. Did you thank your parents or anything? I thanked my parents. I thanked my girlfriend and everybody went, aww. Yeah, I thanked my boyfriend and nobody said aw because honestly, everybody hated him. I just remember like I remember going back and sitting down and somebody going, I can't believe you thanked your girlfriend. And I was like, we've been together for three years. Why wouldn't I? That's weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I, I just thank people and I mean, I think, I don't remember, I have it somewhere. What? Or my, my dad does, I don't know. I, I think, I think I have it somewhere. Hmm. Weird. I definitely do not have mine. I'm pretty sure I tossed it in the trash on my way out the door. My dad recorded it and he keeps everything. Like meticulously, he has everything. So somewhere in a Dropbox or something is my graduation video. Oh, I would like to unearth that and watch it. I'll see if I can get access to his Dropbox. I I mean, I used to when I worked for him. I had all of that, so I could Mm -hmm. get into it. That's adorable. Anyway. Anyway, How'd you feel about this episode? (laughs) I love that we had Frankie and Joey, even if it was just for a second. I do, like, so when Eric was singing in the, um, at graduation... They kept showing, like, everyone in the auditorium, and they kept showing Frankie, like, swaying back and forth, and yeah. it was just, it was so cute. I I don't feel like they were necessarily completely true to their characters, but that wasn't the point of them being there. The point right. of them being there was just to have them back, the same way Minkus was just there to just have him back, and that was wonderful, too. Like, the thing about Minkus is he has always been so smooth like he was this little kid who was like yeah i'm a fucking genius and also i'm cool as shit and you guys have no idea like i'm going to run your life one day and he was exactly the same in this episode he's just like leaning up against the locker and is like yeah i've been here this whole time yeah he's he's a really cool like actor yeah but he looks nerdy so he's just stuck being the nerdy guy yeah but he, I mean, he's adorable. Like, he's like an adorable kid. Nerdy adorable, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, nerdy adorable is still adorable. I'm aware. Stop getting defensive. Anyway. You're nerdy um, adorable, too. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just that nerdy smooth kid. Yep. That's me. Yep. That gets tunnel vision talking about her friend's parents. <laughs> yep. Um, but, I mean, Corey's... All of Corey's stuff was even fun to watch in this episode. The the senior prank with the chickens was delightful. And not just because it was chickens and I'm obsessed with chickens because oh, I have chickens. That's what it was. But him running around and like grabbing everyone and no one's really reacting to the fact that there's chickens was just so fantastic. I, I loved every single bit of this episode. There wasn't a part where I was just like, uh, I didn't really like that that much. I thought it was great. How'd you feel about this episode? I thought it was great. Um, I, it did bother me that Joey and Frankie were out of character, um, but I understand the, the point of it. Like, it was really just a callback to earlier seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, the, I mean, Minkus was there as a callback to earlier seasons, and I'm sure Mr. Turner would have been there if he could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, they they obviously called him out, right? like, for a reason. Um, I thought it was fun to watch. Um, I, I felt like Eric was a little over the top, um, but it also made sense, like, Eric is upset that Feeney's retiring, mm-hmm. um, and, and even though Mr. Feeney isn't Eric's teacher, mostly Eric is afraid that he's gonna move, mm-hmm. so, I mean, it, 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 it makes sense, uh, but it was a little over the top, um, but that's the point of Eric at this point. Like, he is over the top. That's true. But overall, like, I just really like that that it really was this culmination of the last five seasons of this show. I mean, it mm-hmm. really was them kind of closing that chapter. Mm-hmm. It, it felt very much like this could have been the last episode. Yeah. Um, Like... Maybe they weren't sure if they were getting renewed. I can't imagine that's actually the case. Well, the end is a cliffhanger. That's true. Like, will he say yes? Won't he say yes? Will he try to get her to go to Yale still? Right. Yeah. No, this this was a very good... It was very good... Um, I, I, I want to say closure to the last five years. Mm-hmm. And... They clearly spent a lot of time working on this. It wasn't an episode that they just threw together. They didn't say, ah, whatever, it's the end of the season. Let's just kind of, you know, throw something together. They really put together a love letter to the fans. I mean, that's what Mm -hmm. it was more than anything else. Yeah. So overall, I thought it was a very good episode and a very good wrap up to a a very inconsistent season. Mm -hmm. So, but we'll talk more about this season in a couple weeks. Yep. I did, I forgot I wanted to touch on Sean a little bit more. Okay. Because of the fact that, like, Sean's character has always been played very well emotionally mm-hmm. by Ryder Strong. But when he's up there talking, it hits so hard. He barely says anything. But his right. face says a million things. He's so good at that. Yeah. And, like, I don't understand. I mean, I do understand. Like, he's an intellectual. He wasn't going to act forever. Like, that wasn't his main goal in life. Um, And I love what he's doing with his life now. But someone who can play all of those emotions across their face the way he could, I would have loved to see him do 
a couple of other things. Yeah. I just, it's so weird because I remember, like, I loved Sean when I was a kid. And then when we first started rewatching it, it was like, meh, like, he's fine. Like, it's whatever. And now, at this point, after, you know, five full seasons of it, watching him grow as an actor and realizing that, like, he's leaps and bounds ahead of the rest of them when it comes to emoting and being sincere and all of that. Like, he's just, he was so good in that little tiny speech. It was amazing. Do you know he plays in a D&D game with Will Friedle and um, Brian W. Foster? Um, no. Yeah, and his brother Shiloh and Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, who's also a very famous voice actress. Yeah. What? Yeah. Do they record this? No. That is a travesty. Yeah. Those three. Yeah. Oh, I would I would give my right arm. I would never be able to write again to be able to listen to them. You just want an excuse not to take notes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I found that out watch or listening to Talks Machina from uh Critical Role. It's like their in-between show. Yeah. If you guys don't know who Brian w-, w. Foster is, Brian W. Foster, he's the one where we love the interview that he did with Will Friedle. Yeah, um, we've shared it a few times on our Facebook page, and I shared it recently on a thread. Um, I think was it John Aspie or Jan? Yeah, it was John, John Aspie. Um, had asked, so if you find that and you want to watch this interview, it's the best interview in the world. And Brian W. Foster is just the best person who gives interviews like it's called between ever. the sheets with brian w foster he, he does a lot of interviews that are really fun to watch too mm-hmm. but um, but relative to this podcast yeah. the one with will Friedle is amazing and now i i wish he would do one with Ryder strong that would be so good i also so i i've i had been caught up with C, or with campaign two of critical role mm-hmm. right um, and recently, or a few months ago, I decided I'd go back and listen to the first campaign. And I knew Will Friedle was a part of it at, at times. And I didn't realize, like, he is a huge part of that campaign. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's in probably four or five or six episodes. And, like, he's so fantastic. Well, and each episode is, like, hours oh, long. Oh, yeah. Four hours long. Yeah. And, um, but he is fantastic. Uh, the first episode he's in is a little iffy. But after that, like, he is so great. Like, he really brings something to that show that wasn't there before. And it's, of course, it's Eric. Yep. Anyway, uh, welcome to our Will Friedle fan cast episode 109 or whatever. Is that where we're at? 109? 109, 110, something like that. Yes. Um, those of you who have the benefit of seeing this on a phone, you know what episode it is. And we look <laughs> dumb. It's kind of our thing is not knowing, looking dumb, not knowing what we're doing. We're just like, let's sit in front of a microphone and make complete and utter fools out of ourselves. And we've done that tonight. Mm -hmm. And I think we're done doing it. Yeah. Um, I wish there was more to say about this episode because it was so good, but it was so, it was just sort of like black and white. There's nothing to delve into here. Right. And it was very well done. I agree. Great job, Tishnals. Yep. Um, and our aliens. And our millions of aliens. In one trench coat. 
I want... There's all this talk about UFOs right now. And I'm a little concerned that they're going to think I'm making fun of them in our podcast. I just want to let... they're like, hey, they're giving us credit for something cool. No, all you UFOs out there, um, I just want to let you know that I really appreciate your work on Boy Meets World. Aren't UFOs like their cars, not actually them? Yes. No, I mean, I'm... But we don't see them. We haven't seen them. They're just... We just we're just seeing like unidentified. F- <laughs> why don't they unidentified? Call it, why don't they call it that? Can we make a TV show and call it unidentified? Oh yeah, most definitely. We'll do that tomorrow when we're not busy. Oh, okay. Anyway, you can find us on Twitter at BMG and BMW, and you can email us at b uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What? At BMGM, BMW at gmail.com. Holy cow. Um, and you can find our Facebook page. Just type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World into the search bar and then Alden will preview. Anyway, do you have anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to say wrong? Um, no, just thanks for listening. Uh, we're at the end of season five and some of you guys have stuck with us for a really long time. Others of you like binged like crazy to get to this point, which is also bonkers. It's all crazy. It's all crazy. We appreciate all of you and we love having this time with you every week. I, I put together a best of episode of one of my other podcasts in the past and that was just like 25 episodes. Mm hmm. And I had to listen to my own voice for 25 straight hours, and I was so unhappy by the end of it. I can't imagine listening to 110 of our episodes back to back to back to back. Yeah, I can't either, especially since I think my voice is kind of grating, but people do it. It's not. People love your voice. Shout out to Joy. Said said your (laughs) voice is fantastic. Joy's voice is fantastic. She has a very good, very good voice. If you don't know who we're talking about, go ahead and shout her out. She's a Twitch streamer. Yeah, Twitch streamer. She's she's making it big out there at this point. Sensitive Joy. Um, she's only started streaming a few months ago. Or I guess now it was like several months ago. But, but if you want to hear the most relaxing voice you've ever heard in your life, just watch her stream and then just like relax. Like put a heating pad on your back, get some tea and just like listen to her stream a video game where she's like fighting people. But like her voice doesn't sound like she's fighting people. It sounds like she's lulling you into a restful peace. Yeah, I watched her play Dark Souls 3 the other day and she said the most vulgar shit. I have ever heard, but she just says it just like, oh, yeah, just I'm not going to repeat the things she said. Right. Because we might have an explicit tag, Boy Meets World Fever, but (laughs) we still try not to be too out there. Anyway, we're done, right? Yeah. Also, coming up within the next couple of weeks, I think, maybe the next few weeks, we um, are guests on Boy Meets World Fever again. So keep a lookout for that episode because... It's always fun talking to them, and um, I think you guys enjoy it, too. They're fantastic guys. Yeah. Anyway, we're done. This is it. Season 5 is over. That's wrap. 
thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 5, Episode 24. Do good. Class dismissed.